I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. We are heard across the country, several affiliates across the country to end this program. We're grateful to them that they do this for us. And uh, also, we have an affiliate online. It's Aftermath.fm. We're on from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Friday. And uh, also, we are available on TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStreamLive.com is available where they actually link to radio stations across the country and and give their feed so you can hear it as well. And if you missed the show and you want to listen to it uh, at a uh, different time, then uh, you can uh, actually subscribe to aftermath.media. It's $10 a month. Just get full access to the podcast, video library, uh, everything that we have, tech support. We also have a $79 a year subscription that is uh, right now a deal for July, so you can get on that really quick. And $139 a year for three sub-accounts and yourself, and that's for a year as well. And we were just talking. you know, It's a good buy because, I mean, if you want HBO+, Plus, that's like 15 bucks. You get everything that is geared from videos to, 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 you know, shows, a lot of stuff that you get uh, just just for uh, subscribing to Aftermath.media. That is Aftermath.media. So um, the other day I got to, uh, thinking about a, a show that we did a while back. And uh, it, it, the reason why I was thinking about it is because I, I received a news story that was very tragic. And... Uh, a few weeks ago, we, we we had a classic Ground Zero show about phone calls from the dead and after-death communication. Um, uh, the, the show was called Calling on the Lifeline. Now, if you remember, what inspired the show was a tragic and chilling story about Arnie and Miriam Notkin, an old couple who lived in apartment 302 in the now-destroyed Champlain condominium in Surfside, Florida. Jake Samuelson, who their grandson was claiming that his mother's house line had been receiving phone calls from the Notkins landline phone and that he said that phone was right next to their bed in the condominium okay but there was no human sound on the other end of the line only static when they got the call now the family claimed that they received a total of 16 calls with the first one coming in the evening of the condo collapse the family held out hope that both of them were still alive, that they were trying to get the attention of rescuers by calling the number over and over again. Well, I got an email from someone who told me that the Notkins did not survive the collapse. Well, at least Arnold, Arnie Notkins' body was found, and it was identified on July 9th. That's what the police had said. The couple's family is still awaiting word on whether or not Miriam uh, survived, but chances are, she too had perished in the uh, collapse. And um, what was interesting is there's more to the story of the strangeness and the synchronicity of this of this couple, uh, Miriam and Arnold uh, Notkin. Apparently, two days before the Champlain Tower South condo building fell in Miami, Miriam Notkin shared a meme she had and then she put on Facebook. It was uh, 
It's, it was just adorable. An illustrated picture of an older couple holding each other in bed. And this is what it said on the caption. It said, one day you're going to hug your last hug, kiss your last kiss, and hear someone's voice for the last time. But you never know when that time will be. So live every day as if it were the last time you will be with the person you love. And that last day was June 24th. Now we uh, know that the mysterious phone calls are going to linger in the minds of listeners because we did talk about this topic, talked about after-death communications. As, of course, things happen, and, of course, the synchronicity of that poem. You know, one day you're going to hug your last hug, kiss your last kiss, and hear someone's voice for the last time, but you never know when that time will be. So live every day as if it were the last time you will be with the person you love. Beautiful. It was almost as if like two days before that couple knew something was going to happen. And after death, it appeared that the Notkins were trying to say their last goodbyes. And that always leaves the question open about whether or not the dead can manipulate electronic devices. Can they reach back through the fabric of time and space from wherever they are? And can they influence the workings of our communications devices, our, our, our cell phones, to leave one last message, one last goodbye. Well, as fantastic as it seems, the mystery of phone calls from the dead is not an uncommon one. And those who have researched the phenomenon have determined that these calls usually, usually occur within the first 24 hours of the death of a loved one. And there have been cases in which the calls were received as long as two years after the fact. So I've done shows in the past where I, I've demonstrated that electronic devices, I mean, anything from tape recorders to uh, cell phones to, 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 to computers. I mean, there have been people who have been on uh, Skype that received phone calls from dead loved ones. There have been people who received emails from dead loved ones, unexplainable emails. In fact, it was interesting because uh, one of the things that happened before Tracy Twyman passed away was that she showed me on her phone that she was getting emails that were predated or they were dated for the future. And I thought that was bizarre because she said, someone's trying to electronically harass me by sending me emails that were allegedly predicting the future that basically had a, a timestamp on them that were ahead. And, and she didn't know how that could be done. I know there's a lot of spoofing that goes on now. There are, there are glitches that happen in, in in communications. There are things that go down. I mean, I worked um, I worked phone centers before, and of course, working on the radio, doing talk radio most of my life. You know, you deal with phone callers every day, and you're dealing with stranger callers and creepy callers, and you and you're, and you're dealing with uh, you know phone centers that uh, pick up on what are called dead calls. And so these dead calls are some of them are recorded, some of them are uh, you know because they record the calls. For quality control. Have you ever heard, you know, when you're on the phone, it says this phone call may be recorded for quality, you know, whatever. They, they do. They record it. So you go back and listen to it and they can train people and say, this is what you don't want to do on a phone call. And so when they're recording these calls, sometimes they get these strange calls. They get these strange, you know, uh, I, I don't know if they're glitches or they're intentional landlines from, you know, when, back in the day, remember landlines from the past, they were always somehow tied to strangeness, and now with the invention of the cell phone, people have uh, they've received calls or they've they've called numbers 
that have left them speechless because these calls they're strange calls and they're creepy calls. These calls are not necessarily from the dead, though. See, that's the thing that's most interesting about these calls. Is they're not necessarily from the dead. Some of them sound as if they're coming from aliens. I get people all the time sending me emails saying, Clyde, Clyde, listen to this. And it's their cell phone. And I'm listening and it sounds like something's on the other line that's like a demon or an alien or from somewhere that's unexplained. I'm sure many of you are listening to me right now. You've received one of those phone calls. And I remember asking the phone company, I said, well, look, you know, what are they if they're not, you know, if they're not from aliens? <laughs> of course, that's illogical to think that aliens can give you a phone, you know, get on your phone and call you or demons can call you. And, of course, they explained it away as something called packet loss. And I don't know what that means. But then again, you ask other people. They said there's no such thing as packet loss. There's no such thing as this. And no one can really explain why we're getting these phone calls, why these Landline, why these cell phones are, are acting the way they are, and and people, I mean, these these people make calls as well. They make calls, and, and sometimes they get a wrong number, or they wish they hadn't received a voicemail accidentally that was not for them, or they receive a number and they call it, and it's a wrong number. And somebody calls you back and says, "Who? Hey, what are you trying to do? What, who? Who are you trying to call?" And so that gets a little uncomfortable. The spam calls get uncomfortable. All robocalls, they're, they're especially uncomfortable and bad. They, they, they annoy you. And, of course, there are many phones that are kind of goofy, phone calls kind of goofy. Well, you know, I, I just, you know, I'm sure many of us at times, you know, when we, we, we I remember back when, I mean, I had an answering machine. Um. And many of us have had answering machines in the past where you'd listen back on an answering machine and it was just some of the weirdest stuff that's left behind. You're wondering, was that for me? Was that a joke? I remember one time, uh, oh, what was it? I got a phone call. Uh, oh, somebody or something called my phone. And it was a little girl on the other one. She goes, ha, 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 evil, evil, ha, 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 evil. And it just, it just was, it sounded like, you know, like one of those disembodied little girls that, you, that were in like a Freddy Krueger movie. I wish I still had that recording because I, I, I held onto it for a long time. But then again, it was on a computer that crashed. So I'm not able to share that phone call with you. There was another time that uh, my landlord told me back when I lived, uh, I, when I wasn't married to Janine, saying that my landlord called and somebody answered the phone. It was a woman. And, and said that I was gone and that uh, I was out with my son, out with my stepson. And I said, I'm not married and I don't have a stepson. And now I'm married and I have a stepson. It was just bizarre. It's like some call from the future or what have you. And I don't know if anybody's had an experience like this where they're, you know, the phone call they've gotten is, you know, some weird thing has happened. Not necessarily a call from the dead, but a phone call that just chilled you to the bone. A phone call that changed your life. Good, bad, or indifferent. I don't know. 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts, you must sign up on our secured server at Aftermath.media. It's only $4.99 a month for the archive shows and podcasts. Or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's $9.99 a month. Again, that's aftermath.media. That's aftermath.media. 
Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.